Welcome to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Here are your hosts, Chris Forte and John Moises. I'm John Moises. Sitting in for Chris Forte is Erica Crocker Moises. Hello. And this is the Humble Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. So this week, I'm potting with my wife because Chris Forte is in China with his daughter on a spring break school vacation. Or not... it's not a vacation. It's more of a, I think, some sort of field trip learning experience. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, he texted me a picture the other day. He posted it on the Humble Warrior Instagram, and it was a picture of him and, no, actually, the first one was a picture of him, not him, just a goat. <laughs> and then the second picture was a picture of him and his daughter and some weird brown animal that I, I, I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> so anyways... I've got my lovely wife here tonight. Um, it's about 11.30 in the evening when yes. we're recording this pod. We're doing it in our dining room, and the children are asleep, so hopefully they don't wake up. <laughs> That's true. So thank you for being on the show and sitting in for Chris. So happy to be here. And uh, A little nervous. Why? I don't know. You've potted before. Yeah, yeah. You, you have your own pot. I've got big shoes to fill with Chris. Well, that's true. Well, we're not going to cover anything, you know, <laughs> as deep as Chris usually goes. But we're going to, you've got an interesting story that I want to talk about. But before we do that, I want to make sure that I say hello to all our iTunes subscribers. And thank you for subscribing to iTunes. Please leave us a review. Five star would be great. <laughs> Um, you could follow us on, don't forget to follow us on Facebook at the Humble Warrior Podcast, on Twitter at the Warrior Pod, and we'd love to hear from you. I think where we should start today is that I think you have an interesting perspective. Chris is a yogi, he takes yoga, yeah. and he's very into it. And I usually talk about my spiritual experience as it relates to my martial arts practice yeah well you actually do both that's right you do yoga and martial arts yeah and you're a woman yeah so not very many women take martial arts right well typically but in our our school school, it's different (laughs) so i want to cover that but before all we talk about all that i'm interested in knowing where you think your spiritual fitness practice started? Wow. Well, you know, I think I, I did have a pretty interesting background because my my dad was a preacher before I was born, and he left the ministry, but he always had a real spiritual side to him. And I just remember from being pretty young, we always talked about spirituality. Um, and so I think that was part of it. And then my mom was really spiritual as well. Like not in a, like we didn't go to church, but my mom always read this little daily word every day. And I remember when my grandma passed away, I was kind of scared about it. I was about 16 and I just remember it was like the first death I had in my family. And I wasn't quite sure what it all meant. And my mom brought this daily word out and we started reading it. And I think that kind of switched me a little bit into uh, understanding a little bit more. Um, but I think a couple of things. I when I was 
right after that, I moved to Australia and I was an exchange student there. And the family that I was staying with, they were belonged to this really like tight knit church. And it was just a Christian, you know, church, but a very family based church. And I used to go with them on Sundays and I hadn't really been a regular church goer. And so I just remember the the family part of it, the community part of it, but I just learned a lot. And it kind of started this interest, um, not that it was necessarily about church, but more about just spiritual understanding and, and knowing that there's something broader there in the universal kind of practice and, and that the universe is taking care of me. Um, but anyway, so I, uh, did that and and then I didn't do anything much I just had that interest and I remember reading books and and different things like that but when I moved to Michigan I started going to a church called Church of Today which is over in Warren and at the time Marianne Williamson was the was the minister I mean was the the head of the church and if anyone knows Marianne Williamson she has this amazing uh, speaking talent to begin with, but also she's written books. Um, she has this really broad spiritual understanding. And I just, through that, met amazing people, uh, read A Course of Miracles, did a lot of different things kind of intellectually uh, around spirituality. And What do you mean by that? I read a lot and I talked a lot. And I, you know, friends of mine, we'd, we'd talk about it. We'd explore our lives we kind of dissect things when problems happened we dissect it and talk about it and so i want to stop you right there because that's interesting because a lot of times what chris and i talk about on the show and what we focus on is this idea that men don't talk about it oh yeah and he and i this is our opportunity to talk about it and here you are saying oh i just talked about it we had discussions about it yeah and it's you know we've we found that it's rare for men to to have another man right they could go to to talk about it and i think that's why um chris and i have the show one but two i think that's why i feel fortunate i have two people in my life that i can talk about it with yeah with my wife yeah. And with Chris. Yeah. So go on. Sorry. Oh, no, it's great. I mean, but it, I just in kind of thinking about it now, I, I realized that that part of my life and it was in my 30s and we're kind of late 20s, early 30s. I mean, it was a big part of my life, but it was very intellectual. It was very much about the the mind. The, what do you mean by that? Like learning the concepts and dissecting it? Or? I think I was always analyzing things and always thinking about things. And I definitely felt like I had a relationship with God and I would pray and all of those things. But I guess in a moment I'll explain maybe the difference that I feel now in okay. my journey, oh. which is, um, so I one of my clients actually practiced at, at Johnny's <laughs> place in Birmingham and she invited me to go and and do a vinyasa class and I did it and I loved it and I did it more and I did it more and I continued to do it and I've I've been practicing there I don't know how many years now it might be 15 years or at least 10 right um and I just really liked it and what I liked about it is it really quieted my mind because I think up until that point I was very much 
uh, dissecting all of this, but my mind was still filled with a lot of internal chatter. Um, and I think all the intellectual stimulation I was doing through reading and analyzing and, you know, this, this book or that book was actually kind of adding to it in a way. It was good for me, but I didn't have that place or that space where I meditated or quieted my mind. And the whole yoga practice really helped me in that way. But um, it's interesting because it didn't completely kind of change me um, in terms of my ability to quiet my mind um, and kind of get to a stillness. And I'm still on a journey now, but... What do you mean it didn't change you? Well, it changed me, but you were pregnant, so that so I felt great at the time. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, like hindsight, I look back now and I'm like, well, I, w- I still wasn't feeling as settled as I maybe do today, if that makes sense. Okay, so you were you were discovering the spiritual practices, yeah, and spiritual teachings, yeah. And then you started doing yoga, which, which was, was the adding first the physical time, yeah, exactly. piece the of it into it. the first time I did the physical thing. Right? So it was very mental before. Then yeah. you incorporated the physicality of, yeah. of you know, what we call spiritual fitness. Yeah. And then you started going through the meditation and then the quieting of the mind. Right. And that's that was kind of, that seems to me that that was the beginning yeah. of, of a practice for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think as well, like what wasn't there for me is I still had this anxiety about things, right? And I still, um, I I was kind of settled, settling in more with myself through the practice Mm -hmm. and through my, you know, the spiritual piece, but self-discovery. Yeah, very much. It was totally, yeah. I kept kind of going down this path. But I think my relationship with others was the piece I didn't necessarily have. Now I can see it, but I didn't know that now. But I just know that a lot of the things that were for me kind of causing me um, anxiety were around, you know, things that would happen between peers at work or things that would happen with my work or with not so much friends, but more around these kind of things that would show up for me in working with other people and working with dynamics and politics and all of those different things. And um, I didn't really know, like, so that would kind of cause this, this struggle within me. Okay. So I say all that because when, then I met you um, and... <laughs> and I changed your life. Yeah, exactly. But you introduced me to martial arts and I think what, what was really interesting and why I like practicing both is that martial arts also helps me quiet my mind, but in a very different way. And um, it, it's given me a lot of confidence that I didn't have. I think I was always very confident, but it gave me even more confidence and more of a quiet confidence. Um, but I think a big part of it was the partner work and having a partner and um, in martial arts, that practice of partners and understanding kind of the way energy you know and using people's the energy that's coming towards you and all of those things that we learn and that we're still learning well that's what we talked about before you and i have had a discussion about this in the past that so there's a couple things i want to bring up one that you started practicing yoga and you've you've practiced it for a long time before you took martial arts absolutely right and 
in yoga, it's very much about what internal. you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's an internal practice. Mm-hmm. Whereas martial arts is a very external practice in regards to you're trying to punch and kick somebody yeah. else. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and they're trying to punch and kick you. Yeah. And in our particular school, we practice this idea of partners, not opponents. Yeah. So with that concept, we're always trying to work with our partner yeah. to have a better practice. Um, for them as well as. For them as well as right. for us. Which it sounds like that really changed your spiritual growth when you started looking deeper and taking the principles that you've been practicing along the way and went in depth and started looking at, all right, now I'm practicing a different kind of spiritual practice. What am I getting out of it that's the same, different than yoga? Absolutely. And I think the other interesting thing is, is that you, I didn't start martial, I didn't, I practiced martial arts when I was in college. And then when I was in my late 20s, and then I didn't practice for a long time. And you and I had actually been dating for four years before I picked martial arts up again. Mm-hmm. And until I went to this school, to our school, I never practiced martial arts with a spiritual thought or that kind of focus. Mm-hmm. I, it was There was a divorce there. Yeah. And our school is very different. Yeah. And with that, I think it's, iron- not ironic, but I think it's, it's funny that in our relationship we dated for four years and we never had a spiritual conversation. Ever. I don't. I was thinking about this but the yeah. other day. I'm like, you know, when we first were dating, we're we're dating, but we didn't really talk about. I knew you took yoga, uh-huh. and that was about it. Yeah. We talked about religion and kind of our religious backgrounds, but we never really talked about spirituality. Right. And then when I went to this school and started practicing and learning that it was that martial arts is so much more, and it was there's more to it. Um, and then brought you in, then it opened up this whole new world of conversation for us. Right. Well, and it's interesting too, because the way you got me to go to martial arts, cause I don't think I would have ever gone. Like I always looked at that as like, oh gosh, you know, I'm not going to hit or right. punch anyone. It's just not me. I'm like anti fight, yeah. fighting and you know, things like that. And I would have never guessed, but the way you got me there was there was like a, uh, self-defense women self-defense yeah. yeah and I throughout my life I have always been really afraid like of situations that could come up you know as a female mm-hmm. and I think that came from my dad just kind of pounding it into my head to be afraid of you know walking at night and and you know I wouldn't do those types of things but I just still had that underlying fear and I remember even like when we like when I'd be in my house by myself, I'd always be kind of afraid. Yeah. And I'd tell you that, and you're like, okay, you got to go do this. And I went, and I really liked it. And then I signed up. And What still, did you like about it initially? Like you took the, I remember, because you took the women's self-defense yeah. seminar. Well, I think what I liked at that time, because I didn't really understand that it was anything more, right. is just that I left that first class feeling like, I didn't know everything perfect, but I knew some things all of a sudden that empowered me. Like I, mm-hmm. I felt just that little bit more confident that I could protect myself. Right. right. And 
Um, and uh, so that's what I liked at first. And the people were really, really nice. Like right. I just really liked the people, and it wasn't like what I guess I imagined it to be. So some MMA match yeah, exactly. is probably what you imagined. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then as I've practiced, I've started to realize this kind of just what it's done for me in my work life, in my home life, and how much more I think patient I am. I've always been kind of patient, kind of on the outside, but inside I, you know, you had all this stuff going, stuff going on. Right. And And our teacher always talks about that. It's the battle within. Yeah. Right. I totally had that. And a lot of beating myself up, you know, for like, I'd I'd have all that. And then I'd be like inside going, oh my gosh, you know, all that anxiety. And I just, I feel like since I've been practicing both, I just am at a new part of my journey and it's, it's, it feels more balanced. It feels, um, that I'm still on a journey and I still learn every day. And, um, but I just feel like I'm just better and it's what Sifu talks about. I'm better able to respond in most situations. I told you like last week I was somewhere and I didn't respond as well, mm-hmm. but I'm like even able to tell <laughs> when I don't respond in a certain situation sure. as well as I could have. So, um, and, and it's, I, I find I'm not beating myself up about right, it too, right. you know? Right. Cause and that's in, the big thing. Yeah. Cause in class, I don't respond a lot of the time very well because <laughs> I'm learning. Right. And I think you learn to like realize that that's okay. And I think in yoga, you are put in very difficult, you're, you're holding a position or you're doing something that's so difficult and Johnny or whatever other teacher is there is helping you realize that you can breathe through it and that it's going to end and that it's just temporary. And so I think those two kind of practices together has really been transformational for me. Okay. Well, you know, I was doing, I've heard, I've heard our teacher talk about this before. So I did a little bit of research. Yeah. And Bodhidharma, the founder of Kung Fu was from India. Uh Uh-huh. And he went to China. And he actually practiced yoga and brought some, there's there's some trace of really? yoga in early development of Kung Fu. Oh. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> Which, you know, you've been trying to get me to do yoga for a while. Yes. And um, you might have broken me down. I might try it soon. Yay. I'm so excited. But not what you do, because you what you and... Chris do yeah is too intense for me at this point well you know I only have room for one intense (laughs) thing and that's (laughs) that's martial arts at this point I think most people start with like they don't start with what the like the hot vinyasa I mean that's you kind of need to learn it first and then you kind of move to that so so tell me about what my first yoga experience could be like I want to take the intro to yoga (laughs) Well, you know, I think it's, you'd probably in the first, I can't, it's been such a long time. I think it's going to be more just learning the poses and learning, um, getting a feel for what it's like. Um, And I think the big thing for you, just knowing you, is it's going to be interesting for you physically. Because I think 
I think, because I know Johnny talks about this in a couple classes I've been in where he says, you know, sometimes athletes have the hardest time. It's the best thing in the world for them and they end up loving yoga, but it's like, it's an interesting thing in the beginning because they've never stretched that much or they've never realized how tight their muscles are. I've tried the downward dog and I don't like it. (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see how you do. We'll see how I do. Because I, I think you're gonna, and I think it's gonna make your martial arts practice better. Well, I'm actually interested in in kind of the breathing aspects and the meditative aspects yeah. of the yoga practice because yeah. I've been trying to focus more on that part of my spiritual yeah. fitness practice. So that's that's what I'm seeking. Yeah. When I do that. Well, I will just tell you, and I'm gonna say the name completely wrong, but I think <laughs> I told I well, I'll tell the the listeners, but mm-hmm. I told you like I recently a friend of ours goes to another studio, yoga studio, and invited me to go. And I took a class and it was similar, you know, just a a, a flow class. And then I took this class that I've never taken before that wasn't it was this I don't know how to explain it exactly, but it was physical, but not in the same way a typical yoga class would be. It was mm-hmm. more just like movements and re- repetitive movements that were sometimes fast, sometimes slow, sometimes just your arms and these really interesting breathing and everyone did it. And you'd sometimes have your eyes closed, sometimes open. And then at the end, instead of doing just a, a standard meditation, they did a gong meditation, which was the most incredible meditation I've ever had, where they play this gong, you have your eyes closed. And it was pretty You amazing. feel the vibration. Absolutely. I felt right. completely like energized and refreshed coming out of that. And um, so there's all sorts of different yogas, you know, and there's right. all different practices that was like i haven't really veered much from 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 what i've done been doing and it was kind of interesting to just see some other things that are out there so you're exploring adding some new spiritual practices to the mix yeah exactly when you have free time yeah (laughs) (laughs) which yeah that's the hard or if i can convince you to to stay to trade yeah stay home with the children yeah instead of going to martial arts that day right right right. that's that's our dilemma every day who's gonna do what Right. I'm sure lots of families do that. Yes, I'm sure they do. So you travel a lot. Yeah. For work. Yeah. And how do you keep your spiritual practice going when you're not at home? In terms of the... Of any any of it. Well, that's a good question. I, I think I just carry... I don't know if I, if I have... You know, I'm not... You know me. I'm not like a ritual... Yeah, type I know of you. person. <laughs> yeah, but but so I don't like wake up every morning and do the same things and um although I probably do do it a little bit um just do the, you know, brush my teeth, do that in a well, certain the, sequence. Sure. Um I don't kind of have this spiritual practice that I wake up um and and do things, but I do have to say every time I'm in a hotel room and I'm getting ready to go for the day, I do this big stretch. Um, really? Yeah, like I do this really big arm stretch just to kind of like open everything. Open up. everything up. Sometimes I'll do yoga at night um, in my room. Um, but I guess 
my spiritual practice kind of carries with me all day. And um, I don't really, I don't think I've ever told anyone this, but every time I'm about to start a meeting, I hand it over to God. Um, really? Yeah. Anytime I'm about to, to kind of do anything or if I have any nerves at all, I just, I, I pray, I hand it over to God. When did so you, you start you've been that? married to me. Yeah, I've been doing that for a long time. <laughs> did you do that? You know, I, I used to be your client. Yeah, no, I didn't do it then. Cause I wasn't really into my okay. spiritual, <laughs> that part of it. So I, it's a more recent I guess thing. it's probably been the last couple of years and I don't know how it kind of came to be, but, um, I've found that it really kind of quiets me and helps me concentrate on what's most important. And it kind of helps me get my ego out of the way. And, um, well, that's a big thing in the business world. Yeah. And just to kind of be more present. Um, and you know, I, I do believe that it's, I'm, I'm handing it over. It's not, it's not mine. You know, it's, it will, it will go the way it's going to go. Well, this is, this may be a biased point of view, but I, you know, I started out knowing you in the business world yeah. as your client. Yes. And, um, and Which we now, could do a whole pod about you, that. We yeah. could. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. That's, that's, a, that's its own show. That's, that, um, but I, I can just say that I have seen over the past, I don't know, probably six years, yeah, seven years, like the differences in your in the way that you approach things at work and the things that you get stressed about and you don't get stressed about and yeah. that your spiritual practice, I believe, has really influenced that, especially yeah. the introduction of martial arts, Yeah, like you mentioned. But I've, yeah. I've seen like the big oh, jumps That's cool. in it because, you know, I knew you, I knew you when you were not doing that. Right. I knew you when you were doing that, but I didn't know you were doing that. Yeah. And now I know you doing it and i can see all these changes when i look back and i think it's a wonderful thing um i do have to say one other thing yeah because i know it's not spiritual fitness but i guess it is because if you think of spiritual fitness it's your whole it's your whole being right it's your whole the way you live your life in a lot of ways mm -hmm. right i mean yeah. i don't know how do you interpret it or how you define it but you know a big change for me too was when i quit smoking oh that and, was a big thing you know john actually made that happen <laughs> so uh, but it, there was nothing spiritual about it though it was it was more like an ultimatum right kind of thing exactly <laughs> but it it did change a lot for me because it i i think that catapulted me into a different space as well because i think you know cigarettes were a crutch for me they were an addiction well, it was an attachment. They, you were an very attachment. attached to it it was like how can you you know if you're if you're addicted to that, how can you truly be in the moment, really commit to a to to something else, right? Because that ruled my life. Like, well, that was how you dealt with kind yeah. of the internal conflict yeah. and the stress yeah. and everything. Absolutely. So, and I look back now and I'm like, how did I ever do that? Like, you know how? Like, oh I'm, no, I know it's I'm it's hilarious verse, now. Like, is that we walk by if we're walking, you know, in Michigan. You can't smoke in the bars or restaurants anymore. So everyone smokes right outside the restaurant. So when we're walking down the street, you're like covering your nose as soon as we hit oh, the smoke it's cloud. Oh, yeah. When you used to be the person that would be blowing it right in my face. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I think that was a real big change for me as well. And getting rid of an addiction and um, 
kind of moving through that process because it was hard. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I went through therapy too because I knew it was going to be hard. So I wanted mm-hmm. to find out why I started smoking and what, what it was serving for me and what right. I had to heal. And that helped. So I think all of those things together well, it really did, did a lot. Absolutely. I mean, you, you took a lot of energy and commitment to understanding yourself and your situation and yeah and being proactive in that yeah and i think that's a big part of this journey for anybody is one the recognition that they are on a journey yeah and then two going through it and learning different things and continuing to kind of push the envelope of of your understanding and conquering new things like stopping smoking or um taking new practices or exploring yeah. other other s- types of spiritual growth well it's funny i think back now too because you're right yeah and i think back now and i'm like i used to like pack a, i used to smoke a pack a day right like it was a lot that was it yeah i don't think i smoked oh. more than that that's a lot it's no, like it 20 is. cigarettes a it's day it's a lot yeah and I practiced yoga then. And then even when I started martial arts, I was a smoker. And I'm thinking, you how? You were? Yeah. Oh. I think, how in the world did I do that? Like, Well, I remember. Because I used to like. <laughs> yeah, you used to have that like, cough. You used to cough, cough all the time. I, I'm sure I reeked. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I and I picked you anyways. <laughs> I'm so lucky. With ultimatum. I'm so lucky. With the ultimatum. <laughs> So, okay. Well, I want to thank you for uh, for fun. sitting in for Chris Forte today. My pleasure. This was really fun. Yeah, I think there was a lot we talked about, and there were some new things that I learned, which is <laughs> I, it's one of the reasons I like doing this podcast, because whenever we have a guest or I talk to Chris, there's always some new thing or new nugget about people that I learned that I, I didn't know, and that's that's part of the journey and exploration of doing this podcast and going on the spiritual fitness journey so thank you for being on the show thank you it was great chris will be back in two weeks next week we will have another special guest your friend pat jones is coming on board to talk and we're working on the topic for next week but in the meantime make sure that you subscribe to the humble warrior podcast on itunes you can follow us on facebook at the humble warrior podcast uh, or on Instagram, and you can tweet us at on Twitter at the Warrior Pod. Until next week, uh, Chris usually says, "Live brave." So live brave. <laughs> okay, live brave. Join us next week for the next episode of the Humble Warrior Podcast. Subscribe to the Humble Warrior Podcast by visiting chrisforte.com. <laughs>